For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Tuesday the 27th of June. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Shadwicker here, joined again by Danny McGinley. For the Afternoon Sports fans, um, if you want to learn something about Shadwicker, because, you know, we don't normally work together. We're with the great Shane Lee normally. Um, I've Mm -hmm. learnt that uh, he reads the auto cue no matter what's there. So, uh, Dan, our producer, who you would have heard sometimes as a guest on here, if we could get a few more Anchorman references in here, throw in some (laughs) random question marks, (laughs) talk about San Diego meaning a whale's vagina, he'll read it out. This is great. I got the day wrong at the beginning. Okay, sure. It's happened it was to the best there. of us. Because it was written there. Yes, all right? I don't know what day it is. I didn't ask Google this morning, okay? Get off my back, Danny McGinley. But you know what I do know? I do know that we've got a heap of great news stories to get into. We've got to talk the women's ashes wrapped up last night, the test stage of it, that is. Uh, we're going to talk the Special Olympics World Games. Big news in the NRL that could affect Origin as well. And... Reynolds is back at it again. A new sporting franchise bought by the man from Hollywood. It's all coming up next. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute. And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now you can increase your chances of survival with Cellaid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a Cellaid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your Cellaid at cellaid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D.io. Well, Davey, let's talk the women's ashes at the moment. bit different to the men's, obviously. They do the one test, and then I think it's, is it three T20s and three one-dayers? They're all worth a certain amount of points. Uh, but the Aussies wrapped up the ashes test to kick things off. And, man, it was quite a performance. Yesterday we were doing the math and being like, oh, you know, 90 overs, that's enough to try and hit that total. And we kind of, I felt, left the podcast a little bit concerned. Yep. That... Uh, seemed unwarranted the way the Aussies played last night. It was all over in 90 minutes. Uh, the English put on <laughs> 62 runs, but Ash Gardner, she just absolutely mm. dominated them. Eight wickets. Um, both teams were pretty uh, positive about the match afterwards because um, something in women's cricket, they don't often don't get the full five days to do a test. They'll do a three-day or a four-day. And i got to say, that's a really daft uh, way to do it. Of course, they should get the full five days so they can use the, the deterioration of the pitch and using the conditions. I mean, it's not like, you know, cricket is a very physically demanding uh, (laughs) sport for endurance. So, of course, they can last five (laughs) days. I mean, hell, I think the tennis players could survive five sets as well. They're all fitter than me. But it was an absolute perler. Yeah. Uh, look, all we know, I don't. I think that means we win the Ashes. All I know is that women's sport, they tend to have to jump through hoops and limbo under hurdles and do whatever. But, hey, let's just celebrate what matters. We beat the Poms. Yeah, we beat the Poms, which is great. It's four points, I believe, they take from the Ashes test uh, going in. So it really, I think there's only, I'm trying to remember from last time around, I think we only really need to win two T20s now or, or one one day or two T20s to kind of wrap it all up. 
it's like England basically has to win heaps from right. now on to try and combat the fact that we won the opening test series, which is awesome. Uh, looking ahead to the Special Olympics World Games that were on. Yeah. Uh, we bring this up. These were on in Germany, and the Aussies sweeping out some gold here. A baker's dozen. Uh, I'm not surprised at all. We've always had the best Special Olympics World Games. I, I, I have to admit, uh, yeah, this hasn't got too much press. I had to then uh, do a bit of a dive on what is the difference between the Special Olympics and the Paralympics? Yeah. Because the Paralympics is on, obviously, uh, just you know around the same time as the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics. Um, Special Olympics is not with the IOC. Um, it's sort of a privately funded thing, and it's specifically specifically for athletes with intellectual disabilities. So that's why it's on at different times. But hey, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how you put on your little sporting competition. Australia will come in, and we will dominate. Yeah, exactly. Thirteen gold medals is absolutely spectacular. There, so great stuff by our Olympic side. Uh, and this is the story I'm really keen to talk about. Okay, okay what for, is it for the news today? Uh, I've I don't know about you, Dave, but I've really gotten around the Wrexham story. Oh, uh, Ryan God. Reynolds, and I will say his name, even though I'll stuff it up, but it's Rob, Rob McKelleny. Sure. The, he's, he's like the unsung other Hollywood guy that is part of Wrexham, but no one talks about him because he's not as handsome and as famous as Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> he's from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> and uh, Chad, I'm the complete opposite of you. I think this is an absolute scam. I think it is. I think it's really detrimental to sport. I mean, who cares that... Like, it's so fake. It is so disingenuous for these actors to pretend they care about sport when it is just How them. How dare you? It is sports washing of, to <laughs> cover the fact that Deadpool 2 sucked. And it, I just, and the fact that they've bought another sports franchise. Oh, fantastic. I don't care about celebrities. <laughs> I don't dare care you? about the owners of clubs. I care about sports. Just piss off with your your Hollywood stuff and go make more terrible movies and let me enjoy the game. How is how can you not get her the first off with the Wrexham story, the fairy tale that they've managed to put together for that squad. How can you what, not get rich around that? people came in and yeah. made a team better. Yeah, well, Newcastle United have just had that, but we're not talking about that as a fairy tale. Yeah, but Newcastle United were in the EPL, mate. These guys have fallen all the way down to like county bloody guys sitting at the pub after the and game. And where are they the now? S- they got to League Two, is it? Exactly. Now they're buying more expensive pints at the pub, and soon they will end up at the top. We could be witnessing an amazing story. Anyway. Ryan Reynolds has uh, joined an investment uh, group that has now also decided to pick another team, uh, the Alpine Formula One team. This team was in the news not that long ago because they were the team that said, hey, uh, I believe it's right, they they were the team with Oscar Piastri saga was involved with. So um, if you remember when Oscar Piastri sensationally was named as a new driver, uh, for <laughs> when he was a new a new driver, and then he said, "Oh, actually, I don't want to drive with you guys, to be honest. Um, I actually want to drive for someone else." Alpine was involved in that saga, so now they've been bought by Ryan Reynolds, which I think you won't see anyone decide not to drive for Alpine, will they? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. And I'm trying to wonder why I have such a visceral disagreement to this because I am a film buff and I think that comes down to Ryan Reynolds' films are terrible. Like, seriously, name a good Ryan Reynolds film. Uh, I feel like the first Deadpool was good. Yeah, overrated. No, no, no. See, but the problem is I'm such a 
I'm such a nerd. Like, it's just because I don't like him as I don't like his films. I, I don't know him as a person. And look, he's absolutely adequate as great. an actor. Uh, sure, Van I was Wilder, a bit too Marty old liaison. for that. But if that man, if it was an actor that I really liked doing this, if it was if if Kate Blanchett bought a soccer team, hell yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, if well. uh, if Stanley Tucci, who is my absolute favorite actor and a very obscure character, but you would know him if you googled him, people. But he is fantastic. If he bought a team, oh hell yeah, I am on board. I am buying the shirt. Uh, but yeah, I just don't like Ryan Reynolds. Oh man, look, I just think that this is great news, not just for Alpine, the the uh, Formula One side that will now have some financial backing but also for other sporting franchises that are in struggle street at the moment St George Dragons get on the okay. phone offer Who's yourself to Ryan them? Reynolds Ryan Reynolds will probably purchase them if you can get oh. that's the only thing that will fix the St George Dragons in the NRL is if Ryan Reynolds decides to buy them and completely turn things around that is the solution sitting there waiting for you Dragons no, the, fans the, the bad news for the Dragons fans is other terrible actors will see this is a way that you can boost profile without having to make a good film so we're going to get Russell Brand or uh, or Ashton Kutcher suddenly just deepen it, dipping into their pockets and being the new owners of the, the Gold Coast charges or whoever still exists up there <laughs> oh look uh look we've done our movie reviews now so let's uh, take a quick break let's talk afl nrl up next for most men there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight most fall over the first hurdle trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up that's why Manshake was created Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. All right, let's look at AFL here, Danny McGinley. You are in Melbourne, of course, so this is your wheelhouse. Uh, look, you were, you were really banging on about the pies uh, yesterday, <laughs> flag and, favorites, unbackable flag favorites, and now uh, news out that the umpires missed a late free kick in the loss. Yes, yeah, poor, uh, poor old Dawson. Uh, he got taken high in the dying seconds of the game. Would have got a shot at goal about forty-five meters out on a slight angle. Would he have kicked it? Mm, we don't know, of course. Um, but the interesting thing here is, uh, Shad, is it does show a change of tactic by the AFL um, because up until very recently they have always said every umpiring decision has been correct. You come mm. out and you say, hey, what about that high tackle? They go, no, no, if you look at the footage, he actually gets him slightly below the shoulder, so we think that's the correct thing. And, you know, this can go to really extremes when players are clearly getting, you know, having their heads ripped off. And you could even say, what about Napoleon marching into Russia in the in the 17th century? You go, no, no, if you look at the conditions, Napoleon made the right choice there. But they've gone with the uh, – N- they've clearly looked at the NRL, who are, who are fully admitting they get things wrong on a weekly say, basis. Because that, that's what I was fascinated because I was like, as an avid rugby league fan and a bit of a casual AFL fan, like in league, we talk about the decisions on the field from last week way too much. 
and like and you well they fully take it they take responsibility for it i call it the oopsie doopsie uh policy they'll just fully go yeah we got that wrong oopsie doopsie but that's dumb i feel like that's dumb i'd rather just deny 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 (laughs) you know what i mean like just i kind of like the afl's method (laughs) <laughs> I think this shows that uh, the AF, even the AFL don't are a bit scared of how good Collingwood are. <laughs> yeah, maybe. They need to keep it competitive for the rest of the season. Uh, yeah. Can we talk about Damien Hardwick? Uh, of he's keen to return uh, back to the AFL. All right. There's two. I've got two thoughts on this. Mm. Uh, one is, I mean, he just uh, retired as the Tigers coach only about, what, five, six weeks ago, he's mm-hmm. just realised how dull civilian life is. I mean, uh, he famously broke up with his wife in the last few years of his Tigers tenure, shacked up with a younger lady who was working at Richmond, bit controversial. I think Hello. he's realised now that uh, without being the AFL senior coach, Saturdays involve trips to Ikea and <laughs> just, uh, you know, remodelling the house and, uh, and going to brunch. And I think he's realised that it's not as fun however however I do love a conspiracy theory mm-hmm. and if Dim is saying I want to come back to coaching now there's going to be there's could be a coaching uh, job opening up at Carlton very soon there could be one at mm-hmm. I mean there could be one at St Kilda there could be one at West Coast I Actually, can't believe West, West Coast. Coast have said that they're going to stand by old mate that's crazy yeah, no, I'd, I'd always, no, I never believe a club when they say things like that. I would say, yeah, okay, so this is my theory. Okay, let's go yeah. West Coast because that's more likely than Carlton. Okay. West Coast announced Dimmer as their new coach. That man, And West Coast are one of the richest teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I think West Coast have approached Dimmer six months back and they have orchestrated this whole thing. It's really? pure conspiracy theory. I got my tinfoil hat on, but I love a tinfoil hat, and that's What's, what I think's going on. I put a theory out when he stepped down a while when, when he actually stepped down originally, where I was like, maybe this guy's going to take a, a sabbatical for a year and a bit, and then start working on the Tasmanian franchise. Oh, not bad. And yeah, he I like that. Back, he gets a full lead in as you know, gets a tamper as much as he can because if he's not a coach, you can talk to players as much as you like. Yeah, I think actually that's yeah that theory works. Look, it doesn't matter where he ends up. We're gonna say conspiratorially that he was approached and he left Richmond for it, and that is the fun of being an AFL fan. The speculation, the conspiracy, it is all run by the Illuminati and the deep Mm. state, and they are clearly Hawthorne fans. Can I ask you this about uh, being an AFL fan? How is it? What's the name of the guy that coaches West? That coaches West Coast. Adam Simpson. Adam Simpson. So that guy's been there for a while. They won like the flag in like what, like 2018 or something like that. Correct. Yes. Or they were in the spot or something. So, so they, like, got, they won it. They won it, and then they've been they've been like shit out since. Hey. Yes. So I'm just looking because I was thinking about this. So how every obviously they got pumped by uh, a double century on the weekend. I'm just looking at the scores for this season. So there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, ten, it would have been easier to count the other way. They've been beaten 11 times by triple digits. Like they've had yes. over 100 points put on them 11 times. Of the times remaining, they were only about three or four points off getting beaten by over 100 again. Yep. How the hell does that guy still have a job? Like in a world of sport <laughs> where like you can be three games in and get pumped by 200 and the club goes, it's time for you to go. Yeah. Like how does this guy, f- still, who does he have like dirt on? You win a flag. You win a flag, and that gives you a lot of free reign for a while. Although I will admit, it's I'm surprised. It's been like five years since that flag. If it was 2018. 
Yeah, but the pandemic, West Australians feel weird about the pandemic and, you know, the way they locked their borders and it was all a conspiracy against the West Coast Eagles. Again, conspiracy. This is where I'm going with it. They all thought they're, they're all Team Simpson, part of the deep state, because they may, even though there was no COVID cases in Perth, they made the Eagles go into a hub on the Gold Coast in the 2020 season. And that's when Nick Nat got injured and that's when they were bringing them down. Uh, that's, that's my theory, but also, I mean, probably a more likely one. Um, there is a, there's a salary cap for players there's also a thing called the soft cap for the football mm. department you can only spend a certain amount and they would have thrown a truckload of money at Adam Simpson to stay after he won the flag and probably they can't afford to uh, get him out of that contract because uh. the mining boom's finished and uh, I'd say that's probably more likely what's going on all right well there you go uh, let's look at NRL now and this is interesting stuff here uh, there's calls which I think is stupid uh, for Reese Walsh, the Origin Queensland fullback, the Broncos fullback, to miss Game Three of State of Origin, uh, basically because the, the the story is is that he swore at a ref. He and Broncos captain uh, Adam Reynolds have uh, constantly said online as well disputed the fact that it was to the referee and say it was actually at a player. It was pretty heavy-handed language, the kind of stuff you're hearing yelled at the TV screen at the pub. Um, it's We've had a similar can you situation. Can you repeat? Can you repeat it in a uh, in a in a G rated way? No. Well, Using I mean, acronyms. I can, just, I can say the letters F and C were were used in the words, but um, fish and chips. I love those. Yeah, fish and chips. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so th- th- there's been a similar situation where um, Brendan Smith yelled at a ref, uh, called him a name, and he had three games suspension. So three games suspension. I'm I'm a I am a big like hardline rule about referees. I think it's hard enough trying to get people to be refs, um, absolutely, without allowing players to get away with being jerks to them. But if this is the case, and apparently there's audio and footage that kind of shows Reese's side of the story, then I think that you know suspending him for three games seems a bit heavy-handed. I still think that he probably should probably face a suspension. Uh, he'll likely yep. get one because of where yep. he was on the field and it was picked up by Mike's on free-to-air TV. <laughs> so something's going to happen there. But um, it's it's like it's New South Wales media asking for him to get suspended for game three. Ah, conspiracy. I love it. Yeah, you I know what it. I mean? They, they're really desperate for us to not win three in a row, Danny, and this is how they think they're going to do it. And to that I say, you don't think we got another fullback, bruh? <laughs> you don't think we got another fullback ready to dominate you guys in Sydney? Mate, give him a week off. You're just going to help the Broncos get rest their number one fullback, you know? Relax. It's interesting you, you talk about the, um, you know, being picked up by the on-field on mics. Um, something I noticed watching the women's ashes last night, the stump mic is on the whole time. I oh, heard a sick. lot of the conversations between the batter and the, the wicket keeper. And they're so polite. I mean, you know, female athletes tend to have a lot more decorum than their male counterparts. But I loved it. <laughs> it was great hearing them chat. And they, they were very supportive of each other. And uh, I really wish, I wish you could get the full unfiltered uh, my, uh, on-field microphones in all sports. Obviously, it has to be rated R, 18+, plus, mm. but wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, yeah, but, geez, you'd have a lot of people getting cancelled, I reckon, with some of the stuff that gets said on the field. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, quick one before we leave the NRL. Uh, this is a sad day for Manly fans, I, I'd imagine. Luke Brooks is reportedly signed with the Manly Seagulls. I don't know if you're across the saga of Luke Brooks in the NRL. I'm not. Please, educate me. I'll give you a quick one here. Luke Brooks basically plays for the West Tigers a awful football side. They've been <laughs> dreadful since uh, Benji Marshall had his famous run many yes. years ago. Even uh, I know that. 
club in turmoil for many years. Luke Brooks has been the half for a long time. He's 28 years old, never played a finals game for this side. Some have attributed their lack of success to him. Uh, he watched some players move on and have great seasons, like Mitch Moses, who used to play alongside him, T- Tedesco, who is the New South Wales captain at fullback. Uh, and now uh, he knocked back a contract with the West Tigers, and it's reported that he's going to sign with the Manly Seagulls. Manly fans are upset about this, Danny, because really they've got about five halves now on the books for next year. So unless they're going to fill the team of halfbacks, which seems idiotic, it's hard to imagine that Luke Brooks was the answer to their problems. Um, and he's and he's not. He doesn't. As much as he's a nice guy, and a lot of people like him, and I'm, I'm a fan of him, but. I don't think his football's that great and everyone thinks a sea change was needed many years ago in his career. You've now, mm. you know, you're now taking on a guy that you've already got a great halfback in Daily Jerry Evans and you've got three young guys waiting in the wings and you bring in another fella. It's tough. All right. Well, my theory on that is uh, Manly how, – how are Manly doing this season? Awful. They're doing right. real bad. Okay. This this proves my theory. I know that Manly are very much the Collingwood of the NRL. Oh, yeah. It's very us versus them. You either love us or you hate us. Yeah. And when you're having an awful season, you need to do a dick move so everyone remembers why we hate you. So for them to take a beloved player like Luke Bruce, Luke Brooks, although you say he's a nice guy, he's probably not going to fit in there. Well, bring him in, make him a villain. And that just that sort of galvanizes the support, and they and you go, and it, it's just good for the brand. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be awful for their brand next year. Unless Luke Brooks is this superstar player that people imagined him to be and it was just the Tigers that were the issue. But I don't know. Uh, Last thing before we wrap up today, I love this story. I'm a massive NFL fan. Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP. Uh, He is now moved to the Jets in New York. And he was very famously... um, doing interviews and stuff about his kind of weird, mystical ways he likes to do. He did a, he did a, a darkness retreat before he decided to continue his career instead of retiring in the off-season. And, and he uh, went and had ayahuasca in the off-season beforehand. And he's been talking very openly about it in a lot of interviews, so much so that he is of the opinion that many athletes in the NFL and across all sports actually take a lot of hallucinogens to help with um, recovery and dealing with the rigors of being a professional athlete. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I believe it because uh, having <laughs> dabbled in recreational drugs as a child, I know that the best place to be uh, under, under the influence of things is in a place with loud music, bright lights and uh, many people around you. So, man, it's just yeah. like if he went to a nightclub, he'd probably get hassled by, you know, auto, you know autograph hunters or, or rival fans wanting to have a dig, whereas he could just sit there, stand there with his mates, catch a ball, throw it and have a bit of a boogie. Man, it's so like – it's so fascinating story. I'm like – yeah, I get, I get you really pushing the ayahuasca, but looking at his season when he decided to start to get on hallucinogenics, it's pretty funny. Like, he won the MVP, and then he went and did an ayahuasca retreat, came back, and won the MVP again. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like when Michael Phelps announced that he, he did recreationally smoke yeah. marijuana. It just ruins the say no to drugs. Yeah. Uh, you know, like winners don't working. use drugs except for those two blokes. I think we need to go a level up, though. I think every NFL player should be on hallucinogens while they play. Well, there is a there is an Olympics coming out where there's no drug testing. They're gonna. It's it's we. What? I, I saw it on. Have you been paying attention last last night? It's called the. Oh God, I wish I knew the name, but it's it, people Google it. It's yeah, the it's Olympics for the drug hounds. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Someone's gonna die in that. We could see the hundred meter sprint done in four seconds. <laughs> 
Hallucinogens, they, the people who do them, they always sound like uh, people who are on Amway. Like they're always trying to get you to join in and, you mm. know, just build. It sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Well, that's because, we, yeah, we all we all get an extra bit if we bring in a friend. Is that what happens? I thought <laughs> yeah. so. The green toucan or whoever talks to you while you're there says, ah, thank you, thank you. Join the cult. All right, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. But before we go, a big thank you to our sponsors. Cell AED, the world's first mini defibrillator. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then. Hi, it's David Poir here host of the employability podcast we have a new season of episodes for you to listen to so if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world tune in on the pod we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in australia find the employability podcast on any podcast app and click to follow